Hello and welcome to Playing Favorites. I'm Paul. I am Justin. Hello, Justin. We're back again yes, to do our podcast, back, our back. videos. I'm very excited because today on our episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite alternate timelines or alternate histories. So we'll get into more about what we're what we're going to talk about today. But let's tell you if you if you haven't already figured out. Obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, check out our YouTube channel. A lot of cool stuff uh, but, there. Oh, yeah, lots of cool stuff, <laughs> lots of fun things. And that short that you just published recently, Justin, had me laughing, <laughs> thinking about uh, giant reproduction in terms of God of War. <laughs> and if you're interested in f- figuring out how giants make more giants, uh, check that out. But aside from that if you want to listen to our back catalog which has a ton of amazing stuff i would recommend going through the whatever podcast listening service you look through and just search for playing favorites podcast Mm -hmm. is there any way that people can get in touch with us justin or send us possible ideas for episodes Uh, obviously go to our twitter account um I know Twitter is in a weird space right now. I've recently been working on making a thread account. So we'll let you know about that when it's figured out. So uh, we're working on all that stuff. I have a we have a Facebook page, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, obviously the best way probably is just comment on on our YouTube channel, like subscribe yep. so you know when we're posting things. But like he said, we also have our own podcast services around around the globe because yep. we have some international Check. listeners as well. Um, but yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, let's let's get to why we're here. What do we usually do? We usually just talk about things, right? <laughs> this is the podcast, Justin, <laughs> where we take a topic, do a little bit of research, and then try to come up with what we consider to be our favorites and why. So the the format of this usually goes: we have we each have a couple what we call honorable mentions. Those are ones that are up there, uh, but not exactly our favorite. We always have the final favorite at the very end. Um, and we'll periodically throw out some shout outs to things that we just want to mention. And now we play, as Justin and I call it, the game of favorites, <laughs> where we see if we guess each other's. Or Especially when we have this like other. kind of topic that it doesn't have a lot of options to pick from. But you know, the, 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 the pool to pick from is not huge. But I, I feel but like not, my picks, I think there's, yeah, there's only one I think that we might overlap, to be quite honest. One of my shout outs might might touch yours, but I think maybe one. I think maybe. two. Maybe two. I think there's two that we're gonna we're gonna maybe cross cross the the streams. But but, but. before we get into uh our favorites, uh, let's do yeah. a little surprise topic here. We usually do a little warm-up session. Um this is actually not really a, a normal like it's kind of a, just a more of a question to you. If you mm-hmm. could create an alternate timeline universe, what would you change and what how would it would be created? First thing that came to mind, Donald Trump is going to become president. Oh my Are you God. serious? <laughs> yes, like, I don't even go back to oh, him being born or anything. Just literally the outcome of the 2016 election. So yes, how would, that like, have, how, how would our world be right now? Would it be, would it, would it be drastically different? Uh, yeah, I'd say it'd be... It's, would ha- I don't know about the world. I can say my personal world in American civilization <laughs> sure. and culture would be very different. Would Hillary still be president now? 2016, 2020, 2024. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they would have mounted it, but 
Yeah, as soon as I thought of this, I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. But okay. <laughs> at the same time, Pick it, everyone. <laughs> yes, I wish I could just erase that part of our collective history from all of our memories. Um, but uh, if I'm being a little bit more lighthearted, <laughs> you know what I would like? I would like an alternate history or an alternate timeline. I want people to explore more of like what happens when in, in Star Wars, if... Um, Darth Vader, Vader reached his full potential. Okay. Okay. Instead of you know losing to Obi Wan. So the um, end of the end of the the alternate ending of the episode three video game. It's one of my shout outs. It is so a I shout out. Well it. Is it a shout out? <laughs> Anakin wins <laughs> and becomes emperor. And it, mm. it's funny, like you usually like in a video game. In a video game like that, you wouldn't imagine <laughs> it to be like a really like good or fleshed out one. And it's like okay. But yeah, it's it's like, how would Anakin get out of this situation? He beats Obi-Wan. He is faster than him and manages to flip over him and kills Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan falls into the lava. And then Palpatine comes with a, you know, array of stormtroopers and is like, congratulations. I knew you could do it, my boy. And presents him with his own red lightsaber to which Anakin like flips around like, hey, pretty cool. And then stabs the Emperor with immediately first of all I, I think Sidious would have stopped it but anyways he falls dead and all the stormtroopers are like looking at each other and he's like you will call me emperor now and end of game it was like now that is interesting well, I would have liked to see I, two, I, I, I two have, there I yeah, want to see Anakin yeah. not go to the dark side I want to see Anakin in the dark side but no Sidious like him defeating obi-wan and becoming darth vader so to add to to, to add to your your star wars comment because i mean i was trying to think of an alternate timeline thing i was thinking actually more real world when i asked this question i didn't even have a good answer to be quite honest i was like oh what was paul gonna say of course you bring up trump um not too real i'm sorry <laughs> um but no the the one the one i was thinking to add to your thing well let's have ahsoka not leave the jedi order like what would happen? Like would Anakin turn to the dark side? I think he she's the one that kept him grounded, and would have pulled him out of it. Like Obi Wan was too much of a, like it, it, almost of a challenge for for, for yeah. Anakin, right? He didn't want to figure fighting out of the shadow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Ahsoka really just like he needed like her like her, I think when you see the end of the Clone Wars series and him realizing that she's gone or almost mm-hmm. like dead or whatever, like when he finds like the aftermath of the the, uh, the clones that were wearing the Ahsoka yep. masks, would I have you? Like, he just looks so lonely. It's like he, like, oh, man, I really wanted her to save him. But, uh, but yeah, like, because she's the only one, I think, that really understood him more than Pad, because, you know, Padme obviously liked him for one reason, and Obi-Wan liked him as a Jedi, but Ahsoka was, like, kind of in the middle. And I don't know. That would have been really interesting to see if, like, she had, if, not even, like, I guess, stay with the Jedi Order, but at least was there to stop him somehow. You know, that'd be interesting to know. But that's that's really I mean, that is really interesting because she the the character of Ahsoka takes, you know, from when they decided we're like, oh, we're going to give her a Padawan, give him a Padawan. And the whole like premise of the Clone Wars in the beginning, people were, you know, had very mixed feelings about it. Like, really? And but over time, like, yeah, you get to see how he's pouring like his knowledge into her. And if anybody was to betray him, if it was her, that would mean like, you know, so much to him and her having like just left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He lost faith in Jedi completely. Yep. 
I mean, that whole that whole scenario was like really, I think, set him on that and, path of just not trusting them at all. Yep, and Palpatine just feeds that, just yeah. feeds it and feeds Absolutely. it. And... Um, but my my initial thought about this though was, uh, you know, I I love the I love the prequels, I love the sequel trilogy, but I want a world where instead of George Lucas making the prequels, he made the sequels, and I'd be I curious. Yeah. I I think that would have been an interesting like era of Star Wars if he said decided not to do the prequels instead and made like use a younger Mark Hamill, Peter Fisher, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you add to like, well, I would like to see what Rise of Skywalker would be without Carrie Fisher passing away, like all those things. Like that'd be interesting. Or we would have gotten three radically different movies. I would have loved to see them and we could make fun of their foibles and inadequacies yeah, as well. Sure. But they, but they would have at least been like his vision. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting kind of like three different movies that frankly aren't, aren't really connected very yeah. much except for, you know, what's on paper. Sure. But, but okay. Very good. <laughs> I like this. I like, I like the, the bending of the brains in this way, thinking of alternative. I like how we just went to Star Wars, though. We just like, yeah, yeah. We could we could have just stopped, like you know, I don't know, COVID from happening, or nope. you know, <laughs> no, no, all these things need to happen. We, we need to make Star Wars time. better. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, uh, I didn't expect. I didn't think you were expecting me to to come up with a real world scenario. Like a, okay, you don't have to. I don't know what I was expecting. I was like, I didn't think that. I guess I was surprised you brought Star Wars up. Anyways, we have more things to talk about. Yes, we do. Real, real, real alternate history, like real ones. <laughs> I I didn't do that. I, I didn't understand the assignment. If that's what we were supposed to do. No. <laughs> so, what is your first honorable mention, Paul, for all right al- our alternate timeline? What is your favorite? Here you go. Since we just did our uh. Uh, well, we, we've been talking about the 90s lately, and um, I think we put that to rest for a little bit. But I'm going to bring you all back to the mid-90s for a comic book event that was pretty huge uh, at okay. the time. And it's Marvel. It's from Marvel Comics. Okay. Uh, had a completely different art style. A lot of characters reimagined completely, and that is the Age of Apocalypse okay. storyline. Cool. So. Please tell me more. I don't, I'm not as familiar with this. It was a huge deal and it changed a lot of the, especially the X-Men obviously, but it had ramifications for all the Mark Marvel universe. So what I have down here, it it's, it's obviously it's called age of apocalypse. So it's like a dark dystopian future. It's not like mm-hmm. a joyous one under apocalypse's rule. Most, most alternate happens, history I think is dark and dystopian to be quite honest. It's very <laughs> rarely does it come out the way you want it to be. Right. <laughs> so It's like a monkey's paw uh, of wishes. So uh, professor X, professor Xavier, his son, whose name is Legion. He's got, he gets like the, I think he develops like the power to time travel and seeing the conflict between his father and Magneto over time, he decides that the best way to solve this conflict is to go back in time and kill Magneto. Okay. But inadvertently, he accidentally kills Professor X in the process. Okay. Yeah. So what do you get? He accidentally kills his father, not Magneto. And as a result, Apocalypse is able to rise to dominance. 
and mutants face this like harsh existence um what i remember the most there are like there are some weird things that happen like in this one just looking at my notes yeah apocalypse rules the future mutants are basically like all servants of apocalypse or not and they're hunted um it's kind of like the sentinel future but like much worse there's a lot of that uh, next bit isn't there like it's like all these different timelines of like a potential and i mean because it's, professor X is like a, is like a stand-in kind of for martin luther king jr and magneto is kind of the malcolm x like more the peaceful versus the militant kind of like seeking change if you get rid of a person like Professor X, it shows like how like that gap of, you know, progress, how noticeable it is and how they like, you know, because of that, like apocalypse, it's like the worst possible thing can happen. It's like an immortal mutant takes over all because Professor X dies. Mm. So really cool. Uh, I would highly recommend if you get the chance to just Google some images from Age of Apocalypse to see their the character design, like what they looked like. Like I remember Wolverine had a pretty uh wild design. Like they're in across the Marvel universe, like under Apocalypse's rule. It's like worse than Thanos. <laughs> but it's a fun and colorful mid-90s comic book event, but one that was super popular. Did they ever bring it to the animated show? I don't think they ever did, right? Did they ever do that? They did a vague reference to it. They didn't actually do an Age of Apocalypse one, but they did like a here's what would happen similar. Gotcha. Gotcha. uh, Now that you got me wondering uh, what episode that was that they did. Yeah, this was 95. I mean, I know Apocalypse was a huge part of like the earlier, earlier X-Men series, like seasons. But uh, I don't remember the whole thing with Legion, like killing Professor X or anything like that. The only so, the only time the only Legion I got was the horrible version in X three. Oh my god, that was oh. <laughs> you get Dark Beast in in this comic book series as well too. That's an interesting version, uh, an evil kind of not like evil but like nefarious beast. Um, well, uh, I am actually yeah. going to stay in the comic book world. Oh, please do. What is your... Um, I'm going to do a shout-out first. This is a shout-out. Okay. I, I honestly really wanted to make it an honorable mention, but I can't because I didn't finish the comic book. I started reading this, like, 15 years ago. I have it. I, I actually have it right here. I brought oh. it in here just, just out of... out of uh, Just out of, like... I was like, oh, maybe I can read it before we start the show. I'm like, no, I, I never did. But, you know, the, the cover is... It says, it says Super Red Man Sun. Um, oh. <laughs> super red man son that's such a good one too uh no, it's superman red son for the audio listeners yeah. um the, the concept is so uh, so intriguing i never got i got maybe a quarter away through it just like i love like the the, the fact that like luke lex luther is like creates a, a superman 2 because that's like the arms race that's happening between because if you don't know the story of super uh, superman red son is it it's as if Clark Kent slash Superman were to crash in Russia, not the U.S., and how that could have affected just the progression of who Superman is. Yeah, um, the Cold War, all of that. It goes nuts at the end, where it's like eventually, like there's some time thing that happens where another Superman gets sent to Ukraine at the end of it. Like I was like, oh man, that's kind of wild. But like I, 
want to read this, but the concept itself, just the idea that let's put the American hero of Superman in Russia instead of the U.S. was so yeah. intriguing to me. And, like, it brings, like, a lot of people in him, into this comic. It brings Batman, the Green Lanterns, like, all these people show up in this comic book. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman, all that stuff, and how that gets affected. It's really neat, the concept, but uh, that would be a shout-out. Have you read it? Have you read this? Yes. Red Sun's great. Yeah. And it is. It is like a, I mean, that's all they do is change literally the location of where he lands. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is like, you know, the, 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 all the background, all that stuff is the same. But all the characters it's get like, different, different roles, right? Cause like Lex Luthor is just a scientist in Star Labs. Um, yep. I think Olsen is, he is uh, just a CIA agent, but yeah, he's like an agent for the government. Yeah. I don't remember what all the other, Roles changed. I didn't finish it, but what um, did Lois Lane do? Now I can't remember. I can't. I can't quite remember. Um, anyway, I, I had it up. But my honorable mention, though, though, is, is still in the comic book realm. It is uh, Injustice: God's Monza Among Us. Um, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like I, I love the video game. I'm not. I didn't read the comic of it, but like, just the, just the, I guess the, the event that makes all this happen. You know, because like comic books do this all the time. We're like parallel universes and multiverse and. We're in, we're in the world of multiverses right now in the era that we live in. Like again, Every movie, I think, is a multiverse. Yeah, I know, right? Like... <laughs> um, but this one, you know, came out, you know, what the game came out, what, 2013? I think the comic book, was the game first, right? Wasn't the game around the same time game as the first. comic? Game first. Based yeah. on comic, but game first. Like, based on, like, Cherry picked some ideas from some comics. Yeah, but, like, just the, own story. the concept of, like, because, I mean, I know we've had Superman going evil in other storylines before. Like, he becomes, like, uh, I know in the animated show had him, like, become Black Superman, where he, like, kind of does a military-type state sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but this Superman, Black he... Superman, yep. yes. This one was just, just like, how it happens, I guess, and how the Joker is the one to do it. And, like, and Superman just goes freaking bonkers, because the Joker just does it so... Because he, he's so unique to Superman's villain. He's nothing like the villains that Superman deals with, right? And he just doesn't know how to handle the Joker at all, but Batman does. But, like, Superman just breaks. And just the whole idea of, like, a futuristic society where Superman just becomes, in a sense, the actual god that everyone's afraid that he's going to become and just yep. sort of changes the Justice League and, like, becomes this fearful, godlike character. It's just so, so interesting. I, I just love, I love that storyline. It makes me want to, like, go back and, like, watch the movie or, or something, but I just I only had the game... There you go. You just but you can put on the the FMV movie, right? <laughs> sure. No, there's a there's an animated version of it, uh, like an actual like. Uh, oh really? Like oh movie. yes. Yeah. Is uh, it maybe. in the same? Is it in the, like the same like DC universe as the other animated ones? The Injustice. Yeah, one? yeah, I think okay. so. I think it's the same style. I don't know if it's like the same Ooh. universe, but it's you know because DC DC makes animated movies all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, they just base it That's off. That's what they're really good at. Yeah. They're really good at those, but uh, but no, I just I, lo I, I love that that whole like just the, the scene where like he like literally like rips Joker's heart out is just so intense and insane and crazy. He puts his hand right yeah. through his body, right? Like and seeing how like everyone's affected too, like all the when you like the thing I want to add to that is like you know learning what how Diana changes and how the Flash changes in that universe, you know, is so and then how Harley becomes more of a good person in that alternate universe. Cause she works with the Batman of that universe and things of that nature. Like it's, it's an interesting storyline. I really, really enjoy it. It's funny thinking about like how those character 
it's like you take like a character like certain character traits of some of these dc characters and it's like and if this goes wrong what will get amplified and a lot of the times for wonder woman it's she becomes like either like this like heroic like life-saving figure or she becomes this militaristic badass mm-hmm. you know and you saw that in kingdom come and yeah. it's there it's there in injustice too right she's like the she's superman's right hand yeah yeah like that's such a fun like to me that's such like a great role for her even though it's like people are like but wonder woman's a hero i'm like yeah but she's from an island of warriors yeah like mean, that's g- all they do is train them <laughs> to become warriors I-, I love playing as wonder woman in the injustice game too like it was awesome like she would have like her army come over and help fight you like that was one of her special <laughs> moves like all the yeah. all the athenian um what the athenians or the amazonians no, the, uh, amazonians amazonians i mean amazonians whatever um, amazonians but yeah no i uh yeah it's it's like, comic books do that a lot though it's like you just you just brought up all the different versions of x-men i mean like the flash does it all everyone does it like it's just like a thing that comic books i think or like that it's just a way to like showcase different versions of characters that you love because obviously like one of the reasons it's like okay well what do we do now how do we get these two characters to fight like well, let's make a bad version you know bizarro <laughs> you know and in, and in this and in this vein i will give you a shout out as well um, before we go on to uh, another honorable mention um, from the DC universe as well, the I'm, I'm sure you and maybe other people who are listening um, are familiar with the what was it? The Batman Who Laughs. It's a pretty recent uh, entry sounds, into the Batman universe. Sounds familiar. I don't. I'm not. You've as, probably so. seen the image because it's a lot of the images of him have have been floating around. It's basically the joker as batman like it's oh, like the, yeah, the yeah, grin, yeah. With spikes it and like kind of like a blind almost looks like the mouth of sauron mm. a little bit if i'm being honest but the darkest there, there's a he's the he's the batman who laughs so it's like this joker version of batman um so it's a joker like mind inside a batman type you know strategy uh body in mind anyways this is pretty cool. I haven't read a lot of it, but I, I want to read the whole thing. Is this storyline called The Darkest Night? Okay. And that's K-N-I-G-H-T, The Darkest Night. Um, so in this universe with the knight or with the, the Batman who laughs, he manages to, um, it's like a convoluted way he manages to like get Oh, he gets the powers of Dr. Manhattan. Joker does this, the Batman who laughs. So weird. And just basically makes a ton of realities that are all dystopian. <laughs> like he just remakes reality in, in Joker's <laughs> image, which is, you know, obviously crazy, but kind of cool to see like what it would be. You know, like it what still, it still baffles me that. The, the Watchmen series, which we are going to be talking about. If you're watching a YouTube video, just so you know, I have a squid behind me. Um, but it's weird that DC and the Watchmen are like a, in the same yeah, odd universe-ish not... thing. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I get it because it's under Vertigo, and Vertigo is DC's line of like more adult stuff. It's where they put like Swamp Thing and the... I feel like even the what's a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was. Yeah, I saw, I saw that on the list of like alternate universes. I'm like, oh wait, why is that? 
I guess that, well, I guess that does count as an alternate universe. Yeah. <laughs> alternate timeline, whatever. <laughs> Deem is still king. Uh, but no. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we were talking about. No, but, it's just the, <laughs> the fact that Dr. Manhattan was is, yes. is involved in DC. It is weird that they're in the same universe. That yeah, like, doesn't feel right. Rorschach can hang out with Batman or Night Owl or something. It's, yeah. It seems well, wrong. Well, speaking yeah, of Watchmen, gave... speaking of Watchmen, uh-huh. let's let's take a quick break, and we'll come back, and I'll talk about my next audible mention. Welcome back. All right, Justin, I believe you were saying something about the Watchmen. You brought up Doctor Manhattan, so it just made sense to do this next. Um, and I'm sure you can jo- you can join this conversation. To be quite honest, I just want to like put like a link right in the middle of this video. Go l- watch our Watchmen review. Like, I mean, seriously, yeah. <laughs> we have two, two videos. Yeah, two, two, videos, videos, two episodes. I'll put. I'll see if I can put a link in the video thing here. Anyways, here um, yeah, I specifically though want to talk about the series, though not necessarily the comic book, okay. because honestly, it's they're connected in a way, like. Oh, Obviously, man, the, huh? Yeah, yeah, but that TV series is so good. Well, see, the why I want to speak to it though, because honestly, like the fact that they were able to continue this alternate universe, because the, really the original one is just like, okay, what is superheroes were during the World War II? That's like kind of what I took it, and, and Doctor Manhattan was created. That's really what changed the trajectory of this universe we're in, and we're uh, what's his name? Um, oh, what's the president's name that they 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 worship? I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Nixon. 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 Like yeah. he becomes like this like reverent, reverent like kind of thing. But like carrying mm. that through mm. to the series where they, you know, because honestly, like, we've talked uh, at, at length on how great the show was. Like again, like I said, we we loved we loved that series so much. But like how they were bringing it to a modern day in in the current like you know timeline that we live now but using the the information of what already happened in the comic that supposedly took place is like in the 60s like the, the history that we're kind of following and, and being adapted and changed to affect the progression of the united states and the world we live in like it's just so amazingly done like how it led the satire on just specific things that we already deal with now with like race and like mm-hmm. the whole like well the rep- reformations of like uh, slavery, like they all get money or something like that, like all of that stuff, like was just so well done. Like I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Like besides that, like it was just like, oh man, it was just perfect. It, was all they... <laughs> it really, really asked a lot of tough questions, you yeah. know, and like made people look at things. You know, if you're watching, it's hard not to compare it, obviously, to our current society. And when we were both watching it, was during COVID and a big part of that which is not really i mean masks are an important theme through all watchmen you know from the comic to the movie to the tv show but like we were all wearing masks and it was like the cops were wearing masks in the you know at the beginning of the series and it was just like that was like one of the first things we mentioned we were like holy shit like this is now i think the series even yeah the series came out i think the fall before that all happened too but still like it just Watching yep, it during it was just it was a uh, was really was really interesting. Like, but like so even cool. beyond the mass thing, it's just like taking all the information of what happened at that like you know the history of like slavery and like just tw- tw- 
we're tweaking it and adjusting it and like but still keeping it grounded in a way that we understood and could under like obviously there's some bonkers things in the Watchmen series um but like it just like you can resonate and understand and like almost understand it from like our own personal you know but you know what what is deep racism what is that like how it like you know how it how, how is it hidden you know how all the all that stuff is covered so much in that show in um, a lot of it in in what's great i mean like you don't need to be like if you've wa- if you've read the book it obviously rewards you sure you know with some background like all the stuff about hooded justice about oh, his background perfect. and who yep. he really is really great stuff and just yeah using watchmen i feel like if alan moore because alan moore who wrote watchmen wrote and v, he wrote v for vendetta league of extraordinary gentlemen swamp thing such an amazing comic book writer has never watched any like film adaptation movie or or, or tv adaptation of his work mm-hmm. i wish that he would see this and and see like this is like you know I feel like he would be okay with what they've done with those sure. characters and that idea, that story, and like showed you like what happens next. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's really I think he would appreciate it. I don't know and, if he has or not, but I, I feel like he would. And just the I mean, just to kind of go back to just like some small small detail, we won't spend forever on it. Like honestly, this is like I was afraid to make this my favorite because I thought maybe you were already going to talk about it. I'm not sure, but um. But yeah, it, just like the whole thing where they deal with like like ongoing squid attacks, like little like rains of squid, like that little element, like just to kind of like keep that like connection of like what happened 50, 20 years ago, whatever it would have been. Yeah. Like those yeah. little subtle things, like all and where the characters all went, they all seem to make sense, like sort of their trajectory and their change and their adaptation and like but even the new characters brought in seem like a modern version of that world. It all just seems to Oh, it's it's so good. I don't know. It, go watch this show seriously, like, or go watch our video about the show. I don't care. Read the book. I don't do all you of know, it. Just... <laughs> I feel like everybody needs to watch that show. Like it's so good. Like everybody <laughs> needs to put their eyes on it at least once. Sure. Um, but dude, that show. Uh, I I will I will I will just say I will like I I, I do appreciate. Uh, we have been talking more about comic books now than any other time. Sure, we have. I know. <laughs> And my favorite one is a comic book, but I have one more shout out here before okay. I, I go into my favorite. And stop me if it's your favorite, because then I'll just give it to you. I don't think you're gonna um, have my favorite, so, so go for it. It's the Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Oh, that's good. I didn't think about Zelda. So I like this one. There in I mean, isn't the what's it, the one with Clocktown Majora's mask? Isn't that all about timelines and time? Sort of. I, yeah. I don't really care about that. This one's good because you like you get to do something really cool, and that is take the uh, master sword out of mm-hmm. the stone and travel into the future and get your cool new clothes. And you've got the sword, your adult link finally, and you walk outside, and Ganon rules the world. <laughs> it's like this is your favorite all... alternate universe is Ganon's rule. <laughs> Well, I love that you because you get to play yeah. in it. Sure. All right. So very similarly, another shout out of mine was Final Fantasy VI, like the world of balance and then the world of ruin. And it's not so much like 
because that's what happens like sure. you know it becomes that's... the world of ruin but in in zelda like link yes gets to prevent this world where ganon has taken charge and plays the organ at the top of castle in hyrule well the the, the, yeah. the zelda the zelda timeline is all about like different universe alternate universe like the boy mm-hmm. the, the boy who Don't failed know. the boy who won the boy who it's all about like based like on that initial thing like skyward sword starts it but then it splits into different in different versions we're like Supposedly, Breath of the Wild now Tears of the Kingdom is reportedly the I think the continuation of the boy who lost, um, I think. But I'm I, I, I'm never 100 sure on that. Like I don't don't quote me on it. But I think that's kind of like that's like the very far end of it. But yeah, like it's interesting the timeline of I have an encyclopedia somewhere that kind of explains it a little bit. But but yeah, Zelda is a good. One. I didn't think about Zelda. Like when I did my googling and researching, I didn't. Zelda never came up as like an option for some reason. I didn't think about that one, but no, yeah, Ocarina of Time, it's perfect. It's great. All right. Well, Justin, do you want me to go first with my favorite? Well, I have one more honorable want... mention. So. Oh, then please do. Yeah, please. Um. So my other honorable mention is the future Trunks timeline from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, nice deep pull. Yeah, okay. I I love because the Cell Saga is probably like my favorite saga of all of Dragon Ball. Like it's Very like cool. I love the whole like travel ta- time travel with Trunks and then like dealing with the androids and then Cell tra- time traveling because he doesn't have the he doesn't have the ingredients that he needs to become perfect Cell. Um, but just I basically want to talk about the timeline that Trunks came from because they made a movie about it. It was a history of Trunks. And I think yes. I don't know if you've watched it. I love yes, that freaking movie. I, I owned I owned the DVD back in high school, and just seeing that world of like, you know, Goku dying, which is obviously sad because again, nothing's happy in these alternate timelines because horrible nope. things usually happen. Um, but yeah, Goku dying, and because he dies, everyone else dies, and it's only Trunks that's remaining. <laughs> And then and Gohan for a little while. And Gohan was there, yeah, without an arm. Yeah. arm. But I the see the thing. Down. I like that version of Gohan more than any other versions of Gohan. Like his, that version of him is great because he actually does what we thought he was going to do. Yeah, like right. Is that it? Yeah, he becomes like the fighter trains trunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he becomes like badass. Like we're you know in the normal timeline he. It's not that Gohan's bad. It's just he becomes like a student and gets a girlfriend. Super and like say a man. Yeah, it was uh, not what we were hoping yeah. for. But let's just say. Um, and just even Bulma's kind of badass in that timeline too. Like her, like you know, being like you know, building. She's working on the time machine and all that stuff, and like that whole era. Like, but I the the, the androids are hilarious because they're different too. They're not the same androids as the other timeline because of everything that happened. Um. They are a little bit different. They just go around and just blow stuff up for fun. Where the other ones kind of do too, but they're a little bit. They kind of focus on the mission because we don't. They don't get a chance to really become androids because they either die or get married to Krillin for some reason. Um, <laughs> um, You're right for some reason. <laughs> but I mean, eventually it's sad in the end because you know the androids die because Trunks goes to our timeline or the, or not our timeline, but Goku's timeline and gets powered up and goes and just blows them up in two seconds. I like that too. It's like, I he just, love that. Too. Yeah. I love that. When he goes back, <laughs> he goes back to the future. Yeah. Right. And he does that. Uh, man, I, 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 that's such a great little 
thing. And then eventually that future gets worse. So like in Super too, like right? You have Goku Black that happens in that same future. It's like Oh, I didn't know about that. Did you watch Super? You never got that far in Super, right? No, I didn't get that far. Yeah, there's like a some sort of god that takes over Goku's kills Goku and becomes Goku Black. Like it's like this, oh. this whole thing. And then he like I've just heard of that Goku yeah. Black, but I didn't know. Yeah, what it was. and then like the Goku comes to that timeline in a sense to stop Goku Black, and like yeah, it's that's weird. But anyways, but it is that Trunks? It's the same Trunks. Feud, like yeah, uh, same okay. Trunks. And he has to go get Goku because he doesn't have Goku. So yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that would be my other honorable mention. I guess shout out is the alternate universe where Biff takes over. Uh, the 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 town in battle in uh, Back to the Future. Since you brought that up, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, yeah. So Back to the Future two. Yeah, that would be alternate timeline. Um. But anyways. Yes. All right, Justin. Here we are. We're at our favorites. End. What is your favorite, Paul? Well, you'll never guess, but it's from a comic book too. Oh boy. <laughs> and mine is not. <laughs> but so just just to kind of. This is my entry in the DC universe, and it's the Flashpoint Paradox. Um, I was wondering if that was going to come up. Mostly this is based on, because I never read the the books until long after they came out. But I watched the, uh, the, the movie, the DC animated movie that came out in like 2013. Oh, so good. Because it really is true to the story. And the story is basically Barry Allen, the Flash goes and visits his mother's grave and decides I am going to run back in time and prevent her from dying. And he does. And as a result, his powers are gone. His mom's alive. Uh, his, the one, I forget who's his girlfriend's name, but she's married to someone else. There's no justice league. Aquaman is con is uh in in the Atlantean forces have sunk most of Europe, and Wonder Woman and the Amazonians are conquering like England, and then they're they're like about to battle in mm -hmm. like a world ending. Wonder Woman with the Amazons and Aquaman with even all of his like villains. Like what I loved about that was all of the villains in Aquaman's world were his allies. Like were working for him. Uh, so it just kind of shows you like their moralities have changed. Superman does exist in this future, but he's been imprisoned in like a government facility, uh, like all of his life. And so he's just like this little like skinny, uh, cause he's been like depleted, like hasn't been able to see the sun and he gets most of his power from the sun. Um, yeah, there's too much to like go into every single little bit here, but. Why, did what, your, what, why is it your favorite? Two reasons. Okay. One, Batman is in this, but in this version, Bruce Wayne is shot by the robber in the alley at night. Oh, Bruce I Wayne think I see, I've seen wife. this. Yeah, it's... So Thomas Wayne is the one who survives. But he's like crazy. And he becomes right? this alcoholic killer Batman. Yeah. He has no qualms about killing. He uses guns. But he's the same kind of like genius level uh, tactician, Batman, but it's Thomas Wayne. 
Um, he fucks uh, up pretty good when he comes to the bat cave, just like shows up in the bat cave. He's like, who are you? How did you get in here? Um, the other thing is the flash convinces Batman. Like I can show you, we can recreate the, the events that gave me my powers that got me in touch with the speed force. And he's like, so let's try to recreate the accident again. All right. <laughs> okay. So the first time he does, this, it does work eventually, but the first time he does this, they try to recreate the accident, but it fails. And instead, like, it's like, you know, there's like, I don't know, vats of chemicals and they need like a lightning strike. And it all happens the same way, but instead of him like becoming the flash, he just burns alive. Okay. <laughs> just, and Batman's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh God, like it failed. Wait, who, bur- who burns alive the flash, the flash or barry does. allen oh, barry trying allen. to become the flash again you know he's trying to like recreate the accident that made him the flash <laughs> but instead he's just like burning a lot he's like strapped to a chair like ah, turn it off <laughs> it's it's it was a funny part in the book and it was even funnier seeing it in the animated I haven't watched. I mean, it's like you're like ah crap, and you find out that because Zoom, the anti Flash, yeah, no Zoom, the he's the antagonist in this. uh, You find out that he's because he's using the Speed Force. That's why it's like blocking Barry from from accessing it. But in the end, everybody fails, and the only thing that like every everybody fails, everybody dies. Um, Wonder Woman and Aquaman die fighting each other. And Aquaman unleashes his ultimate weapon, which they were trying to prevent, which was Captain Nova or Captain Adam being like split open, uh, and that bunkers. causing like a how long first... is Flashpoint? You think is how many? Is it like a crossover thing, or is it just like one long comic? It was a crossover, I thought. For uh, a limited series, so it did have tie-ins. Uh, how many issues was it though? Five for the main series, but then a bunch of offshoots. Oh, offshoots. So what? So, what is the resolution of Flashpoint without me knowing? Because it's like you, what he, he, he so, goes and so, he always he, he tries to change the past to save his mother, right, from dying. Is that kind of what starts it? That's what starts it, and really, the Flash himself is the cause of all of this. Sure. Um, which which Zoom, uh, Professor Zoom or whatever, Anti Flash likes to rub in his face like while they're while he's beating him up he's like and you know what i didn't even have to do anything you did this yeah um but in the end he what he has to do is basically blink this timeline out of existence which batman is like you know do that and he gives him like a note to give to bruce from thomas wayne oh okay and the flash ends up having to run fast enough to stop himself from saving his mom in the past like to stop that flash he goes back in time to to stop him going from back in time in a sense correct so you think that is what you know solves the problem right that like everything is back to normal but i love it because every everything is kind of bad and he gives him the the note and Wayne, you know, Bruce Wayne thanks him for it. You know, Batman, Bruce Wayne thanks him for it and actually like tears up reading the note from Thomas Wayne. But after the credits, they show a boom tube opening up and a ton of parademons just flying out of oh, the shit. 
So who knows? Oh boy. But, but it is such a it is, because it's the ultimate like what if the if the flash can go back in time? What if he could go back in time? What if he could stop the thing that like altered his his, you know, the course of his life? And it turns out you do need bad things to happen to you in life in order to for them to be formative and to become, you know, the person you're meant to be. Before, so yes. Before I do my just before like, I do my final, Jesus, I have a I have a I have another surprise topic for you. What? Since I've noticed a trend, like any any alternate timeline ends in bad and badly. I guess Trunks timeline maybe not so much because he eventually stops the androids in his timeline. Sure. If we were to change the timeline, like it was like what bad things would happen? Like what, what do you think would happen that would be bad? If we were to change, like for example, well, your Trump thing, what bad things could have happened? Well, I'll tell you, if you and I try to alter the timeline in any way, then something like the butterfly effect starring Ashton Kutcher would never get made. You know, anything is possible. That's like, a bad thing? Horrible things like that. <laughs> <laughs> it came up when I was looking. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember butterfly this crappy movie. Oh, man. <laughs> but imagine if we tried to change the timeline, the Warriors would never be made. Imagine if that happened there, Paul. Yeah. Or you accidentally... Uh, wrote a, a, a or you like wrote a really or no you you go back and you tell George Lucas all about the prequels sure. and the sequels and it's like this is why you got to do the sequels and instead he kills himself you know that's <laughs> so like horrible that. we get nothing <laughs> it's bought no 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 and then Activision buys the Star Wars property <laughs> Activision actually yep, my, my... Get crappy Star Wars games for the rest of your life. Wouldn't that be a dark timeline? Oh my god. <laughs> they make Tony Hawk's Star Wars games. <laughs> there you go. Oh man. What do you think? What would happen? I don't even know. <laughs> you just made me forget All everything right. I was talking about. I just rocked your world. You Sorry. I guess if Ahsoka saved Anakin, like, you know, would, would, uh, I guess we would never, we would never, uh, I don't know. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have the original trilogy. What, what would be the Star Wars lore? I mean, they would just be, you know, happy go lucky Star Wars universe, I guess. If, you know, I don't know. What bad things could happen Ahsoka, if well, Anakin saved, <laughs> if it was saved? Okay. So if, if Ahsoka was still there and prevents Anakin from going to the dark side. Sure. Let's say they kill Sidious and they stop the Sith plot. Okay. You still have all the same problems that they had with the Jedi Order. You yes. still have all the same like mistrust. It's too militarized. It's lost track of what it's supposed to do. Still have all those problems. So I don't know. It would be interesting. That that would be worth. The comic <laughs> I just had a funny thought where it's like. They like get all the clothes because Order sixty six hasn't happened yet. They just have the clones, yeah. so they don't know what to do with them because they just defeated the yeah. Emperor and stuff. And then it's just they, someone they have all like at a ceremony, and this like someone just says Order sixty six, and then just kills all the child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I have a feeling though that I don't know. You could probably still have Anakin turning to the dark side. I think he, I think he might be. He might be still just, and he might actually bring Ahsoka with him. You know, if they like years go by and I don't know, it's an interesting thought, though. 
What yeah. would happen? Because Anakin, I think, would get bored with what? What is the Anakin that won the war like? Because like he, oh, yeah. lo- you know, he's, he's an Anakin. Yeah. What What is he like? I mean, he's just so love. He loves war. Like he loves being a general. Like, would he miss it? Like, yeah. That that would be, be a soldier. Like like with all these clones still left over, they would be like policing the world. It would be, what's his name? Um, Jason Solos. Mm. Like order. Yeah. Um, uh, those books, yeah, the, you know? the Fate of the Jedi books, Fate of the Jedi. Yeah. Was it Fate of the Jedi or I think it's Fate of the Jedi. like the, yeah, I don't even know. Darth Cadis, it's a, so. after the New Jedi Order ones. I think it's Fate of the Jedi. Uh, but yeah, interesting. Okay, just right. thought that would be an your interesting thing to ask. What's your favorite? My favorite, you know nothing about. Um, okay. my favorite is Bioshock Infinite. Oh, I did say that the the picture behind you I thought reminded me of Bioshock. You did say that earlier. I'm like, well, I, I don't know why, but okay. Um, okay, it, we have never uh, talked about Infinite. I brought out Inf- I brought up Bioshock, but not Infinite before. Yeah. Um. So I, I actually was like back and forth on this. I'm like, did I want to make Watchmen my favorite? Because Watchmen really is good, to be quite honest. Like, I mean, I was like up there on my list. Oh, are you going to change it mid? mid- <laughs> no. But like the more I read about Bioshock, it's just the ending of Bioshock is mind blowing because you don't know it's an alternate timeline the entire game until the very end. Okay. Like you're just playing the game, not understanding what the what is going on really, and why it could be an alternate timeline. And like when you get to the end, it just like blows your mind. Like I love the Bioshock games. Like I think like I like the overall game of Bioshock, the first Bioshock, but the ending of Bioshock Infinite is like phenomenal. But let me try to like wrap it up in a bow for you the best I can because it is kind of it is kind of convoluted without knowing I guess the whole story okay um, I'm familiar with the first game story they're not con- they're, they're not really connected sort of like there's you're not playing the same character by any means playing the second okay. the, the, the the Bioshock Infinite so you're playing this guy named Booker DeWitt he's just a detective that was asked to go go somewhere and like buy some dude and like you go to this lighthouse that like in a sense has a rocket ship that brings you up to a space uh like a, almost an air ship it's like it's almost like an alternate universe of what would happen to uh the united states if some kind of religious a religious prophet took over and took control of everything that's sort okay. of like that part of it is um pretty much he he pretty much makes like all the American president presidents, like a religious sort of a group, like oh, you know, it's very they're very racist and all this stuff. And but he creates the World Fair in in an airship type city called Columbia. Okay, and that's kind of the setting, the set piece, what have you. Um, so that in itself is pretty neat. It's sort of an alternate universe of what could happen in 1912 if you gave control to this crazy religious prophet dude named Comstock. Um, but you get sent here to all you know and all you can remember is like a mission because you're you're a private detective to like get save the get the girl and clear your debt. That's all you know, and you learn that there's a girl named Elizabeth and da 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 da. You're trying to save her and get her out of there. But the gist of it is that when you get there, you realize she can do tears into dimensions. She can create them and like go into other alternate, in a sense, versions hmm. or alternate universes. And you're kind of like kind of like sort of sprinkled information through like side characters that that's kind of what's going on uh but you're not quite getting it but to the to get to the point of why this is my favorite alternate timeline is that you find out in the very end that Comstock the religious prophet the crazy prophet okay is yourself what if you in another version another timeline decide not to get baptized so like what happens is that 
you were you 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 were you were in like the Civil War or something, and you got you had this like horrible event that happens where you murder a bunch of Native Americans because you're of Native American descent, and like to and then just kind of prove yourself because they all called you out for being Native American. You decide to go murder a bunch of Native Americans and to repent and to like, you know, decide to like take over your, to like you know, wash your sins. You go to get baptized. Some Booker DeWitts decide not to get baptized, where other ones do. The ones that decide to get baptized become this religious prophet dude and goes crazy and goes nuts. And so you start learning all this stuff and starting to learn this information. It is all found out when you just when you kill Comstock at the end of the game. You find that Elizabeth has the ability because there's like a, all this stuff happens. Eventually, she learns she's able to go to any any type of timeline that she wants. She also just like can go nuts with it. And like you actually end up in Rapture, which is like the game, the first game that you played. You kind of it's kind of a cool moment. It's like oh, I'm in Rapture again, neat. Because that's that's another timeline. That's another dimension. But you find out the reason that she has this power is because you find out that she is your daughter, this girl that you've been trying to save the whole time, and she was stolen by yourself from another dimension because he needed her power because he the, that version of yourself couldn't have children, so he, he went to a different thing to get a girl, your his own daughter from another dimension. All this crazy stuff, pretty much to give the power to do uh this whole just to kind of like be able to control the dimensions and all and have all this power but it's just i hope this is making sense it is it's just crazy that (laughs) it's funny it's funny but it's it is it is mind-boggling amazing like it's like presented really well too like i've always like i wish you would like get to experience the bioshock game i know it's not your type of game but like just the story and stuff i would it's been a while since i played it but like in the end, like, like it's my chance with those. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're on PlayStation still, but uh, but um, but the end, very end, is like okay. So the only way we could stop Comstock becoming this because every dimension, it's either you don't become Comstock, but there's always a Comstock out there that is trying to steal that girl. They're always yeah. there. They're always there's always going to try to steal <laughs> your daughter in a sense, who is his own daughter. But you know what I mean. So the only way, because he's like, well, we could just go kill Comstock when he's a baby. We'll just go kill him right away. It's like it doesn't matter because you kill Comstock, it doesn't stop it from happening. You just stop it before he becomes Comstock, which is right before the baptism. So in a sense, the end of the game is like multiple versions of this girl, Elizabeth, or Anna, however you want to call it, is in a sense, they're all appearing out of nowhere. And then they just like drown you because you let, it, you let them drown you and kill yourself, in a sense, to prevent... And as that's happening, all the Elizabeths disappear and all that stuff. So it is wild. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, this is why I like, it really does like kick in all that stuff. I didn't know that the Bioshock games had like such a. Timeline. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it is. Huh. But like the timeline part is just like the because like that one moment of like religious decision, like baptism or no baptism changed the course of the history of the of whatever happened. And hear that kids. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it is, it is a bonkers ending. I mean, really that's the main thing behind it is like, it really, oh man, just rereading it again. was like, man, that freaking thing was awesome. Like it was really cool. And then like throughout the game, there's like these scientists that kind of talk about it. Like 
it's like almost like they're like they're they're jotting down all the different variations of Booker DeWitt because there's another variation where he comes to Columbia and Elizabeth's already gone. Like you actually go to this variation when you're playing the game because she does these random tears. But then that version of Booker DeWitt that comes to Columbia where Elizabeth is already gone, he becomes like a, a real rebellion leader. Like he like kind of rises <laughs> up against Comstock and you're in that. But then he find out he di- he died. And then you're in the version where he's like kind of revered and like uh, everyone loves him. And that's like a whole thing where they start like thinking that you're like a false version of him and start attacking you. So it's like, uh, but yeah, it's the game is wild. Like I would just look up the vision, the, just the ending video to be quite honest. Cause it's really cool. I mean, granted it's an older game, okay. but yeah, it is. It is good. That is, that is, that is my favorite alternate timeline. Here. Yeah. Man, okay. <laughs> yeah, like it's I not terribly confusing. It's not, it's but I can I explain. I got it really fast. But like when the when you're playing the game, and that happens, because you've been playing the game what 15, 20 hours, thinking that you're just some <laughs> private detective just trying to save some girl, to just to clear your debt. Because, and that's the other thing too. He gave up his daughter to this person, but then he regrets it the second he does it to clear some debt that he had. So it's like there's all this stuff. But yeah, it is. I remember like after I beat the game, because like the end of the game is like sort of like a walking simulator almost. Like you're just sort of like just absorbing all this information. I just sat there for like 10 minutes. I'm just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> just like, yeah. But anyways, that's that is my favorite alternate timeline. Well, anyways, yeah. This wow. has been fun. It has really spanned the realm of comics and video games we i'm surprised like we really didn't talk too much about anything but comic books and then video games it's some anime sprinkle that in there a little bit. Oh, man. Some anime, which is based on comics there's not really any good versions of it in movie format to be quite honest i can't i couldn't really think of like a good one really i mean is that back to the future 2 is the only one that one has a good yeah good i mean ending. like the in the end he be he gets everything he gets the cool yeah. truck yeah biff is cleaning it or or whatever i mean there's all there's tons of multiverse stuff right now but it it doesn't like you know it's not that it's not it's not the same as some of the ones that we talked about they have like a i guess more weight behind behind them in a sense but anyways this has been very fun though yes let us know these alternate realities if there's an alternate timeline that we didn't talk about please let us know in the comments of what your favorite was or if you like anything that want to add anything that we had to say um but beyond that Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll see you next time. So for playing favorites, I'm Paul. I'm Justin.